0: Let's do that hockey. What's
1: up, everybody? Are you bored? Because we're bored. Welcome to another quarantine edition of the Top Pair Podcast. I am your host. I am Eric Weinstein. With me, quarantine in Rochester, New York, is one very handsome, very, very bearded Nick Maxwell. Nick, how are we doing, buddy?
0: Yeah, I actually trimmed up today, so I don't know if I should be if you should be uh, spreading out there, spreading out that rumor out there. You know, well, hey, everybody, what's up? Um,
1: what I everyone
0: fa- staying safe and with, with uh, Six Feet Apart or whatever the doctors say. Um, Eric and I are obviously here just to try and help keep the time flowing. Uh, give everyone else something to listen to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I texted Nick on Sunday like, hey, you want to do a podcast because there's just like nothing else to do? And he's like, yeah, we'll figure something to talk about. So what we're going to do actually, because now we have ideas with this episode and the next one, because... Again, nothing to talk about. Um, We're going to do who we think our projected Team USA will be and our projected Team Canada will be. And the Team Canada episode is going to be hilarious because there should never be so much talent on one team. But we're going to start out with the team in the good old US of A. Um, We're going to pick our 12 forwards, 6 defensemen, 2 goalies, 4 healthy scratches, captains, and alternates. So, um, you know, it's just, um, we're definitely going to disagree because we were talking about this before and we already disagreed. So, um, I'm really excited. Um, just before we do so, I just want to plug everything. Might as well. Um, you haven't heard me say it in a couple weeks, so I'm going to say it again. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at top pair underscore pod. That's underscore P O D. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Weinstein. That's two C's and two N's. And then I'll do that thing where I let Nick plug his own stuff. Nick, go right ahead. That's right,
0: buddy. My name is Twitter is at mmaxwell01 or my Instagram at nick j maxwell. Yep. For anybody following along with the first episode after the shout-out that I got from Bar Down on Sportsnet, welcome. This is if this is your first episode, um, feel free to click through. Eric and I already have a uh, an abundance of episodes that you can follow along with. That and uh, obviously, if the season picks back up, we'll continue plugging away at it.
1: Humble brag that he was on the Bar Down. Uh, YouTube video, so yeah, that was pretty cool. I posted it right to the Top Hair account. So if you follow us, you saw it. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say where you can actually listen to us. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. How about some Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud? You can listen to us on Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public, as well as the A One Sports Network homepage. As well, and you could follow those boys at A1 Sports Network, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, see what they got. You know, they're we're, we're trying to keep it going like the rest of like everybody else, trying to keep it together. So there's good stuff to read. Um, you know, we've been working hard just trying to give you guys stuff to do. So without further ado, let's go into our team US of A. Nick, we're gonna go I figure we'll go down forwards, defensemen, goaltenders. Um, so let's hear it, your top line for Team USA.
0: So, my top left for Team USA. I don't think there's going to be a ton of debate with this because as soon as I put this together, I think three names instantly dropped, jumped out to me. Um, if anybody watched, obviously the face of USA hockey right now is probably Patrick Kane. I have him starting on my right wing. And then, obviously, right. anybody who's watched any sort of hockey or has followed Team North America from the last World Cup of Hockey, my first line at center is going to be Austin Matthews mm-hmm. with on his left wing Johnny Goudreau, and then on his right wing, Patty Kane.
1: So we have one difference, already.
0: Wow, good and, start by us.
1: And guess what? You love this guy, and I also, okay. and I also slapped the A on him at center. <laughs> Jack Eichel, Buffalo Sabers, my my first line center for Team USA.
0: Wow, so you have Eichel over Matthews?
1: I do. That's wow. a, that might be a biased thing, but um, I mean the year that Eichels had, and putting him with two absolute studs like Goudreau and Patty Kane. I mean, Johnny Hammond Cheese is just gonna be setting him up the whole day. You got Pat Kane can score from anywhere on the ice, gonna set him up. I have Goudreau, I have Eichel, I have Patty Kane.
0: Wow, I mean I don't I don't hate what you're saying. And
1: I'm slapping saying. the A on him, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't
0: I don't hate what you're saying right now, but for me, I I think Austin Matthews probably is the best American centerman right now, and I think in terms of you looking at depth, because I guess I'll go right into my second line center, totally. or second line right now, because I have Eichel anchoring my second line with Max Pacioretty and Blake Wheeler. So I look at when you match up against Team Canada, who's the first two people you think I to think about matching up with? And that's McDavid at one center, Crosby at two center, right? So. For me, this is finally a strength of a position for Team USA, which it has never been in the past. So I think you look at Max Pacioretty, who's got 32 goals on the year already, and then Blake Wheeler, who's one of the best setup men in the entire National Hockey League. By the way, Pacioretty and Wheeler both have as assistant captains on this team. I think that's a dynamic second line.
1: So I I love it, first of all. Um, Second of all, this is where I have Austin Matthews slid right into that second line center role, and he is centering Blake Wheeler, who's got the A. Um, he's centering Blake Wheeler, so we agree there. I have I wanted a little bite and a little bit of uh, like kind of an agitator on my second line, but I also wanted somebody who could score, and he's had some highlight real goals this year. Matty Kachuk on his wing, Calgary Flames. I
0: I, I, I have such such a love hate relationship with. Chops because as much as I love watching them play and Brady Brady playing for the centers, I see him a good amount playing against the Sabres I'm always just like do they have the speed to play on the international ice I don't know I mean I could see them certainly plugging into my line which is finally a good thing like I said for USA Hockey that they finally have this type of depth but mm-hmm. I don't for me right there my biggest criticism of Team USA in the past, either the World Cup or hockey, or the last Olympics, has been the fact that they just haven't had to be able to find depth scoring. And I just think that Patch Reddy and Wheeler can put the puck in that better than either of the two Chucks.
1: All right. I mean, you make, I mean, that's a great point. But, you know, I've wanted, a, just like I said, a little bit of a bite. He's going to agitate. Um, he's going to play hard. He, he, you know, plays the whole, what is it, 200 foot game? Is that what is that the the, the term? Maybe yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever it is, 200
0: foot, 200, 200 meter, 200
1: whatever. whatever it is. I don't know metric system. <laughs> Matty Kachuk on my second line. So who do you got on your? Uh... So that was for you. It was it was um. What'd you say? It was Goudreau, Matthews, and Kane.
0: Kane on my first line with Patch Reddy, Eichel, Wheeler, anchor in my second line. My third line, I'm going with. I think the, I feel like the forgotten American with Dylan Larkin being in Detroit. The dude having to have just the roughest of times right now playing for that organization. But he's playing with Kyle Connor on his left wing, and then Brock Besser on his right wing. Again, two dudes that can just hammer the puck home. I think that line is going to be fast as hell. I think that line is going to create a lot of matchup problems for like being on the being against other teams' third line options. I mean, Kyle Connor, obviously, I had I had a thought about putting him with Wheeler because of that chemistry with being a Winnipeg. But I think that his game matches up really well with Larkin. I think Besser. I mean, when you play his style, you can match up well with anybody that you have on your line. So, that was my third line.
1: So, two out of three. I had Kyle Connor and I had Dylan Larkin. On my right wing, I have the captain of Team USA. Remember, um, when you
0: say Brock Nelson. I'm just going to click out his no, conversation.
1: No, no, no. It's not. It's Anderson. I'm just kidding. Um, so. <laughs> you and I watched it. Against Russia. Okay. Back to back. Team captain. I'm going TJ Oshi. Team captain? Team captain. Even- captain? Listen, you watched it. You saw it happen. He that I I watched that like 3 times a month what he did against Russia. Captain of Team USA. Right, I... TJ Oshi.
0: I love TJ Oshi as much as anybody, but, w- like, all right, I want you to just look at me right now dead in the eye. Look at me... Look I just me don't know eye. who
1: else I would pick as captain, so I just I threw it on him. No, no,
0: no. I don't even... Like, what other moment did TJ Oshi have in those Olympic Games?
1: I, it doesn't matter. He had the moment of those <laughs> Olympic Games. I look- love
0: TJ Oshi. I love his style of play, but... I just thought of better options. So, I mean, like like I said, I didn't, not only did I not put him on my third line, I didn't even put him on my fourth line. Oh, So, my fourth line is Vinny Trocek, who has had kind of a little bit of a disappointing season, but I feel like if you put him with these linemates, he's going to do a lot of damage. Who, with Clayton Keller out from out in Arizona, who's yep. just an instant playmaker and in instant offense, and Alex Abrinkit from the, cat. the uh, Blackhawks.
1: So, our fourth line, my fourth line, I guess our fourth lines are completely different because these are just three guys that I forgot, and you're going to hate this line? Maybe not. Because um, I have Brock Besser on the wing. I have Brock Nelson centering. And I, I it have,
0: a little bit. I hate it a little bit already. And
1: I have Jake Gensel on the wing. Okay. Because. Okay. Because these are just guys as with this line, as soon as they get the puck and it's in the offensive zone, they're shooting it. And this is your fourth line. I mean, Brock Nelson didn't realize he was like 6'2", like 215 pounds to like last year. But now he's actually like playing hard in the corners. He plays hard. He's, he's physical, finally. He parks himself right in front of the net. You know, Bessel and Gens- Besser and Gensel are going to be firing the puck at the net. You know, easy deflections for him. So Brock Besser, Brock Nelson, Jake Kensler, fourth line.
0: Yeah, and look, you have a bigger body team that can probably handle the physicality of somebody like a Team Canada more than my team could, and I can't, I can't argue with that. You're going to have to play against big defensemen, possibly like a guy like Shea Weber or uh, like Morgan Riley or just guys like that in
1: the like back Brent, end. Brent, Brent, so I don't, guys I don't like necessarily
0: that. disagree with your picks. Um,
1: you hate but, it, just, you could say it.
0: No, I, I don't, but look at, this, this is the, like, look at, like, like we said earlier, this is the fun conversation to have, because we can finally, USA Hockey's to a point now where we can finally debate whether or not guys belong on the roster, where I feel like in years past, it's like, Jesus, are we going to be able to scrape together a fourth line that can give them yeah. like, 12 minutes Like, you know what I mean?
1: So, no, I, I, I agree with you, I agree with you, and I mean, now you have, now, I mean, we got our top, you know, our, our top 12 forwards, now we go to, we had two scratches, so let's hear your two scratches. Let's hear so my my first grad
0: was TJ Oshie. Actually, now that you say that, okay. Look, at, I I watched that game just like you do. I watched the you highlights watched of next that shootout and the chills that that dude gives me when he scores that final goal and points to Jonathan Quick going down the ice. It's it's something I'll definitely share with my children. But for me, when I was thinking about that tournament and I, thinking about his role in that team, he didn't have a big moment in those last Olympics, and. You know, he does play on the penalty kill, which made me, again, feel like he's that final player that you probably plug in place if there's an injury. But I just didn't feel like he had enough to break my top 12. And then my second guy was a guy that you had in your top 12, was Jake Getzel. Mm-hmm. He had – he's had a little bit of injury bug, but, you know, people might say, well, he, he scores a lot of points because he plays with Crosby. Well, guess what? If he makes this team, he's going to play with superstars also. Like, that's just how the Olympics works. Exactly. How work. Exactly. So then international work works. So – yeah, I think he would be a huge asset to Team
1: USA. I agree. I mean, that's why I had him in the top 12. So my first scratch for me was somebody you had in your top 12, and that was Clayton Keller. Um, I feel like, it, God forbid, any of these guys get injured, you just slide him right in, and it's like you don't lose anything. I mean, that kid He's is – He's offense, right? What He's a, in some offense. What a, what a beauty that kid is. I mean, he is so <laughs> freaking good. Um, That'll be
0: it a desert zone, just like not – um, uh, just not in the savage division that's all I asked
1: for well he just signed that huge extension he's not going anywhere he signed a six yeah, year well. extension what <laughs> say about that um, and then my second scratch was a guy who pro- not probably gets overlooked he's having a career year this year and it's one JT Miller Just another guy who you plug him in, he's gonna he's good, great on face off. He's he's having a career year in points. You know, he's just a guy I would want on my team, and you know, obviously he's not gonna you know be in your starting lineup if this is your team USA. But I'm a I was always a Miller guy when he was on the Rangers. Went to Tampa. They kind of had to get rid of him because of money. Um, Yeah, I'm going JT Miller.
0: Yeah, JT is one of those guys that. His stats are never going to quantify what he brings to your hockey club. He's he can play center or wing, which is a huge asset now, when, especially when you're talking about the international game. Um, I I definitely thought about putting him on this list too, but for me, I just like you said, he gets overlooked, and I'm just I'm not really quite sure about his game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he if he has the speed necessarily to play this style yeah. of up tempo that I want my team USA to play. Um, you know, he can. You can play a little bit on the power play, but I just thought on this team there's going to be better options anyway. So that's, I think, that's why I left them off.
1: Yeah, and then another guy I was thinking about, I also thought about Brady Kachuk, but I feel like too many Kachuk's is never a good thing. So um, I left Brady Kachuk Only off. Only so
0: many Kachuk's are allowed before the keg blows. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read mine off. You read yours off. I have. I have Kane, Eichel, and Kachuk, Gaudreau, Matthews, and Wheeler, Connor, Larkin, and Oshie, team captain, and Besser, Nelson, and Gensel with Keller and Miller as my healthy scratches. Let's hear yours.
0: Uh, first line is Matthews between Gaudreau and Kane. Second line with Eichel in between Atchiretti and Wheeler with Atchiretti and Wheeler both getting the assistant captains. captains. Third line is Larkin with Kyle, Connor, and Brock Besser. Fourth line is Vinny Trocek between Alex DeBrick and Clayton Keller. The cat.
1: All right. So moving right along, we got the forwards are set. They're set in stone. Your, your top pair, not the top pair, but your top pair of who you have on your def- on your defense. All right. So. Scott Mayfield. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ryan Leach. Uh. No. <laughs> So, for me, I had when I picked this, I was saying that if we were building the team right now, as in right now, as in playing within this next year, I still think Ryan Suter has the legs to be a top-pair defenseman on Team USA. Ryan Suter. He's a guy that you just tell him, hey, Ryan, you're going to be that staying-home guy. We need you to be that rock back there. And I have him with a dude who's having just the most unreal season, probably going to win the Norris, um, and John Carlson. And I think they mesh together really well. Carlson's a skater. He wants to get up in the play. He's going to lead that transition team. And like I said, Suter's going to be that guy who stays at home and is that rock. So, Suter and John Carlson are my top pair. What about yours?
1: So, here was my thing with the defense. I just picked six defensemen, and I forgot to put them with pairing. So, like, I didn't think about right or left. I just picked six guys. So, my top pair, quote unquote, is Johnny Carlson, you know, arguably the best defenseman in the National Hockey League this year. And um, Tory Krug of the Boston Bruins, Michigan State product. Mm, wow. Wow. That's the first round block that's been dropped tonight. Yeah, Tory Krug. I mean, we talked about him when we were doing our award show, how just so steady. I mean, the guy can can run your power play. I don't think he would, but he can run your power play. He's physical, he's great in his own zone, moves the puck, he skate a little bit. Tory Krug. Wow. Yeah, I
0: love Tory Krug, but I think you're on I think you're on crack for putting him in the top pair. <laughs> he's not I'm really just, my um...
1: top pair. He's just like the second guy I thought of. So like I just, <laughs> I just forgot were you listening? I just forgot to put them in pair. So Tory Krug is just on the team.
0: I think you're on crack and meth. I think you're on that Joe Exotic Drugs yeah. right there.
1: I'm a big Tiger King, you know? <laughs> okay. It's not uh, really well, my top – you know, I said that, and you just don't – you never listen to me. All right, go ahead. Go with your second oh, pairing. All Jake.
0: right. Well, my second pairing, because I was smart enough to actually put just them Just pick pairs. your
1: next two guys then. Jeez.
0: <laughs> so I have Jacob Slavin on the left and Seth Jones on the right. I immediately put Seth Jones as my top pairing, but then when I realized that he plays on the right side and John Carlson plays on the right side, I was like, son of a bitch. Like, I can't, like, just make these guys a pairing because that was my ultimate goal. <laughs> but, I mean, the right side, you're talking about the top four of the right side of Team USA. That's just, that's unworldly right there. Yep. Um, and I think Jacob Slavin pairs really nicely with Seth Jones. He's a guy who he can allow Jones to get up in the play if he wants to. Uh Slavin can get up in the play if he wants to as well. And they're one of those guys who I think skit, who's whose are just off the charts. Their hockey sense is both off the charts. I think that's secretly almost the best pairing for Team USA from top to bottom when you look at each of these guys' strengths and weaknesses.
1: And Seth Jones is on my second pairing as well. Um, I, he's on the left side here because, again, I didn't make any decisions on anything. But, yeah, I had Seth Jones as well, um, you know, all-star for the Blue Jackets, you know, had number one defenseman written all over him and i have him with um you always laugh when i say this but one of my favorite players in the nhl keith yandel on defense (laughs) another another guy power play quarterback he was voted the funniest guy in the nhl so he's going to be great for the room um, he as long
0: as he's good in the room, you know. you
1: gotta have, you don't want jerk offs in the room. Um, <laughs> listen, the guy you've seen the guy. The guy has just racks up points for the Florida Panthers, who are like fine. They're not exactly you know running teams out of the league. Power play quarterback, um, Keith Dandel You hate it, but it's fine.
0: I I pray to God you're never GM for Team USA. That's all I'm gonna say. That's look at I'm it.
1: Blessed. Look up his points. Whatever, fine. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> We're supposed but, to disagree. Uh, that makes for good radio.
0: Uh, but I'm just like, John Carlson is your, like, Keith Daniel gets all his points in the power play. John Carlson is your quarterback of the power play Yeah, right there's now.
1: two. there's two power plays.
0: Okay. Seth Jones is also your quarterback of the power play.
1: Two defensemen on the second power play. Next. <laughs> Next.
0: We're I'll supposed to disagree.
1: To we agree too much. This is good. Yeah,
0: you're, yeah, well, clearly, once you started doing math, that's when we started disagreeing.
1: And listen, I like Jacob Slavin. He gave the Islanders hell in that playoff series. And he's a WWE guy. So, like, of course I like Jacob Slavin. But, you know, he's
0: whatever. also a good Christian boy. That's why we all love him out here.
1: <laughs> God bless America. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, my third pain, it was. I probably changed this probably four or five times, I'll be honest.
1: I did, too. But...
0: Um, I I thought that Team USA might be able to use a little bit of experience here. Mm. So, I kept a guy like Ryan McDonough. Okay. My third because I think he still has, like Brian Suter, I think he still has the ability to be that stay-at-home guy, be that shutdown guy. If he's on your third pairing, you're not asking him to play, you know, 25, 30 minutes a game. I think playing him with Charlie McEvoy makes
1: for a really good Ooh. third pairing. Long Island's uh, own Charlie McAvoy. Long Beach product. Yeah.
0: And how much I hate the Bruins. Like, it killed me to put Charlie McAvoy on here, but he's just a so freaking good. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he's... Like, and playing versus Dan Char. that dude has learned so much. Oh, yeah. He's such a smart hockey player. He's not afraid to be physical. He moves the puck really well. He's not the best skater, but he's got a good enough shot. He can contribute offensively. He's always going to hold up his own hand responsibly. And I think him and McDonough are that great third pairing that Team USA has kind of been lacking for the last couple of years.
1: Well, I had one one half of that. I had Ryan McDonough as well because I wanted the veteran. I wanted the stay-at-home guy, experience with Team USA. Uh, guy's played in a million big games. Um,
0: Do you have Jack Hughes as your other
1: defenseman for the third? First of all, it would be Quinn Hughes, and no. Um I'm
0: talking about that. No, I feel like you would say Jack Hughes just because of the role that you're on right now. No,
1: um, but I do have. I wanted to pair him with a little bit of youth. Um, a native of Gross Point, Michigan, Zach Roentzky, Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay. okay. Um. So two Blue Jackets on my defense. Um. You know. I just I feel like pairing him. He's gonna be. I feel like he's gonna be on Team USA forever. Now, kid's on. Kid is only 22. Uh, which is disgusting, born in 1997. And he's been just an absolute stud for the Blue Jackets. His point totals have gone up every year. Um, Playing number one defense minutes. Um, Zach Rurinsky, my back.
0: If you're going to put Rurinsky in your lineup, how come you didn't put him with Seth Jones? Since those two play together all the time.
1: Because I forgot to. Okay, that's why <laughs> I was like, "Oh, they're both on the Blue Jackets," and didn't think anything of it because I forgot that they play together.
0: All right, at least you're honest. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, by the you way, know, was ge- my
0: captain of Team USA. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier,
1: but oh, who is your captain? I,
0: yeah, I feel like he's just earned that. I feel like his experience, his role, everything that that's that's what a captain should be. I'm with that. Um, but Yeah, so I I don't I don't disagree with you. Renski was actually. Now that we'll talk about our scratches, Rensky was my second guy out, or my first guy out. Okay. Um, I was so close to putting him on Team USA, but then I thought to myself, I can't put him on the second pair with Seth Jones. And I still don't think he's quite as good defensively as Ryan McDonough <laughs> or Charlie McAvoy. I think in another two years, I'm putting I'm plugging him right into Team USA. Once Ryan McDonough sent sort of loses some tread on that tire. But for now, Ruwenski is my second guy out. And then Jacob Truba was my first defenseman out. I, there was a lot that I like about his game. But to me, he's one of those dudes, he's like a jack of all trades, but a master of none. And I right. think on this version of Team USA, if he doesn't do anything exceptional, then you're just not cracking my top six.
1: No, and actually, I mean, I'm going to actually slide. I forgot Truba was American, if I'm going to be honest with you. And I was thinking about it while I was going for my defense. So I originally had Neil Pionk, the guy he was traded for. Um <laughs> But I'm gonna put um, Jacob Truba there. Uh obviously I didn't really get to and I'm sure you don't get to didn't get to watch a lot of him with Winnipeg either. But now seeing him, you know, he plays for the Rangers right in my backyard. Um I see this guy play all the time. He just does everything right. And like you said, Jack of all trades, master of none. Guy's never like out of position. The guy just does the guy's just so steady, so you can slide him in any anywhere if you need it. And then I had – you already talked about him, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but my other scratch was Jacob Slavin, who I forgot was American because he spells his first name weird. Yeah, J-A-C-C-O-B. Yeah, yeah. there's another like K in there. I don't know. But yeah, those are the two guys. I just wanted, for the guys I scratch, and you could say this for Pionk too, it was just I wanted guys who, God forbid, again, somebody gets hurt, you slide them right in, you don't lose anything. So those were, yeah. those are the guys that I wanted there. That, same with my forwards. You just want guys, you're not losing anything if you put them in there.
0: Yeah, and same, and like kinda of the same vote for me too, like two other guys I had in that mix that I was thinking hard about was Noah Hannipin and Justin Falk, who to me, like I said, like Falk is one of those guys, he's kinda of like true but he does a lot of things good, but he doesn't do anything great. Right. Um, Falk was on the team, I believe, back in twenty ten, if I remember, maybe twenty fourteen. But I lo- I really do like his game, but again at this next level, I feel like he's one of those guys where we don't want him initially, but if we have an injury to go down, he's a great guy you can plug and play because he's a guy who's played on both sides, left and right, which makes him which is a really good tool to use. Um, and then Hannifin, I think he's been kind of the forgotten man. I think in that draft with like the McDavid and Michael draft.
1: I think I think that's okay that he was forgotten out of those yeah, two guys. Which is
0: like it's kind of crazy where it's like dude, he's been a good pro. He's just like
1: He's been a very good pro.
0: That everybody talks about like oh oh yeah, this other stud defenseman that was here that you know, we always forget to mention.
1: Yeah, I mean again, it, it's it, it's very okay that he's the forgotten man in that draft considering who went 1 2. So um listen, I I think we're having a spirited discussion. I think this has been very nice to actually disagree for a change, um, but we're not done yet. But I feel like the disagreeing stops here. Um, Maybe let's hear your Maybe. start. Let's hear your starting goaltender, goaltender And Starting
0: goaltender, if you disagree with this, I'm gonna
1: just say could it. Right now, just say it because we agree. I already know who oh. you're picking. All
0: uh, right, it's. The other Johnny G, it's Johnny Gibson from the Anaheim Ducks.
1: Yeah, we agree. See, and he's okay. – I mean, come on. Who else are you, who else? Are you
0: – I feel, I feel awful watching that guy, like, every time he's on, like, SN or, like, Hockey Night or poor guy. He's just like, dude has just no team in front of him. He stands on his head every night. His stats are really good for playing for a team that's that bad. In the basement of the Western like, Conference. The only thing I tell the back in his career has been a little bit of the injury bug, but Gibson is just a stud goaltender.
1: I have nothing to add because, I mean, look at his numbers. He plays on, you know, the Anaheim Ducks, who are not good, to put it nicely. And he's maybe a top five goalie in the NHL. Easily. Easily top five goalie. I mean, it's it's Johnny Gibson, and he's handsome as the day is long. You ever seen that guy? (laughs) I mean, wow. I want that guy as the face of my team. Um, So Johnny Gibson in between the pipes. Who is your backup goalie?
0: All right, I'm going to go on the guy who, for some reason, is always being forgotten about for Team USA, and that's Benny
1: Bishop. Benny Bishop. Yeah, because I, I, I forgot like about him too. I forgot as soon as he left
0: Tampa, people forgot about how good he was. St. Louis and kid, yet, he's baby. Down, he's down in Dallas just, like, standing on his head every single night. So people good. are like, oh, yeah, Ben Bishop's okay. It's like, no, this dude's a fucking superstar.
1: There it is. Like, what's
0: the reason Dallas can win 2-1, to 3-2 to two every single night? Jamie Ben and, and Tyler Sagan are having awful years on their teams. But Bishop is the reason that they're winning. Bishop is the, re- Bishop is the team MVP as far as I'm concerned. So yeah. Bishop has earned that right to be the backup goaltender.
1: Yeah, and if Jamie Benn's decline is starting, boy, that's no good for the Dallas Stars. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's safe to say, and you're correct in saying that Ben Bishop is a forgotten man because I forgot about him. Um, wow. And- we completely forgot about him, and you I like that. Have a hockey
0: podcast.
1: I mean, he's a little bit of a diver, but what are you going to do? Um, so my backup goaltender was the starting goaltender of the 2014 Olympics, and that's Jonathan Quick of the Los Angeles Kings. He's earned us He's earned. I mean, I didn't want to take Connor Hellebuck. He has. He's and Hellebuck's not bad, but do you really? God for do you want to rely on Connor Hellebuck? Say Johnny Gibson pulls a hammy, he can't go. He tears a groin, whatever. You you're feeling okay with Connor Hellebuck in between the pipes? You're not answering, so
0: I. I mean, I, I feel better about Hellebuck than I do Quick at this point
1: in his career. I want to, I want people who have been there. He's been there. He's performed. I still call him my goalie. The Olympics were six years ago. Um, big. Big-time player, played in a million big games, two-time Stanley Cup champion. I want Jonathan Quick. I feel okay. I don't feel okay. I feel really good with him coming in if Johnny Gibson goes down.
0: I mean, you said, like, dude's playing a lot of big games. It's like, yeah, because the dude's 34 years old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but how old was Ryan Miller when he was the backup for Team USA? 34. I hope. Had to be close. Uh
0: I don't know. We'll actually have
1: to fact check that one, actually. I'm going to put a, how I old, don't, old well, I don't it? think he was that old. How old is he now? He's got to be... Well, Ryan Miller, I'm Googling. Ryan Miller... 39 now. So he's 33. With a lot of miles on him. God, he was drafted in 99. That fucker is old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: to your point, though, I don't...
1: But yeah, moving on. I mean, I think, I mean, I feel like the, the, the move people would say, oh, Hellebuck's younger. Hellebuck is, you know, performing better. But yeah, I just convinced myself. All right, we'll put Hellebuck as a backup. No, well, no, no, don't let me convince you. Stick no, I just, country. I just convinced myself. Did you hear what I was like? Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, he's been better. All right. Yeah. But no, I mean either. Either one. I've, I've flip-flopped on Hellebuck and Quick for since we said we were going to do this. So I mean, I, I want it to be Jonathan Quick in my heart and soul. I want it to be Jonathan Quick. The team will probably have Connor Hellebuck or Ben Bishop be the backup goalie, but for sake of argument, for sake of disagreement, I'm going to stick with Jonathan Quick.
0: Listen, Jonathan Quick is going to to me as a half-ing goaltender. He's been one of the best American goaltenders of all time, usually.
1: If he retired today, he's a whole
0: little. He's a little seasoned. A little okay, that's all I'm saying.
1: Teeth very long. Long yeah. in the tooth.
0: Yeah. I just, I just think Hellebuck to me, at this point, he's used to playing under pressure situations every single day, playing in a Canadian market. He has played for USA before at the World Championships. He's, he's to me, has had more success in his career right now and in the past couple years, and Jonathan Quick has. And I think to me that just Hellbuck meshes a little bit better with this team. I think that team USA overall needs to look forward towards a youth movement, kind of like they did in 2010 when they provided a lot of young guys the opportunity. Um, and I just think, like I said, it's the third string goaltender. So is he going to play? Probably not.
1: Exactly. Just to have
0: that experience of being around international hockey everything that it entails, I think would be good for Hellebuck because I think he can challenge Johnny Gibson four years down the road or two years down the road, whichever the next, you know, international event
1: is. No, and that makes sense. And I mean, there's, I mean, the, the, um, the pick of American goaltenders, it's not exactly, you know, there's not a a bunch of them. They're not, what's the word I'm looking for? A surplus of American goaltenders. Um, Right. I mean, that's not the word I wanted, but we'll use it because it works. Um, So, uh, I think either way. I mean, again, it's the backup goalie. I'm not really losing sleep over the backup goalie, but um, I think this and and we had like you said, Team USA is going to be looking to looking for the future now. I mean, we have a couple veterans. Like I have TJ Oshie. You have uh, you know if you've Suter her as your captain. We both left off Zach Parise, which I know um, you were worried about that I was going to have him on there because he's one of my favorite <laughs> players, but um, you know, I've got, like, you know, Dylan Larkin, Kyle Connor, Matthews, Eichel, Goudreau. These are kids here, but you, not kids, but they're young guys compared to, and you still have experience, you know, Patty Kane, Blake Wheeler, you know, these guys that have been around a while. So I think there's a good mix of, you know, experience and youth. So, I mean, if I'm a, if I'm an American hockey fan and I'd like, and we both love Olympic hockey and you know, like we talked about in one of the earlier episodes, how Olympic hockey, um, are going to bring, possibly bring back NHL players. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about for team USA. Yeah.
0: Look, you just nailed it. Um, this is, this is the best USA hockey has looked in. I think even, I think this is an even deeper class than what the Madonna, Brett Hall, Keith and Chuck teams have gone through. I think those guys have laid a phenomenal groundwork and, you talk about guys like in the pipeline, Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes, uh, Spencer Knight goal, who was a first-round draft pick of the Florida Panthers yep. this year.
1: I was thinking there about him, too. There is
0: still talent in the pipeline for Team USA. This isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, this is the golden age and we have to hit the gold on this, on this generation. No, I don't think that's the case at all. I think hockey has never been more popular in the U.S., uh, and, and the talent level has never been better in the U.S. And I think this is going to be the time where Canada is probably going to be doesn't really want to face us right now. I would say that to be true.
1: I, I mean, I agree with you. And especially, I mean, you forgot to mention two kids in the pipeline, Oliver Walsh and Kiefer Bellows, but it's fine. Um, now, it's just that, and when we do the team, <laughs> when we do the, the team Canada episode, there's going to be a lot of laughing at our bottom six forwards, considering they would be the top line on any team in the NHL. But, um, it's a lot, it's a lot to be excited about. um, Team USA is on the rise. And we had – so we didn't even mention – like I didn't even mention Charlie McAvoy on my d- defense. Like there's guy, there's just – there's a ton of guys that we're leaving out that you can easily say, oh, yeah, that guy should be on the team. Why is he not even – why is he not considered here? So you know, we let that guy's experience like James Van Reems, Like I, I didn't even think of him to put him on the team. Like there's guys that I'm leaving oh. off – like guys that I'm leaving off like were main pieces on the 2014 team. So there's – it's a lot to look forward to.
0: Yeah, I can't say it any better than you did. Then uh, you did. Excuse me. Um, I think one of those things that we're going to be talking about is when we compare it to Team Canada. Is there's a different level of depth when you talk about the position by position basis. One of those things that I noticed when I put my Team Canada together is that USA to me has way more depth on the wings than the Canadians do. And maybe that's just because Canada has like every. Freaking great center in the <laughs> National Hockey League. Um, well, you know it's like we said, it's an interesting bit because in, in international hockey, when it's a best on best tournament, and you don't have a ton of time to prepare, how many guys do you really want playing out of position, right? So if you're if you're a center and you always just complain that pulling the tempo of the game, all of a sudden you gotta get moved to the wing. That's a completely different world than.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't – if if I'm thinking about – if I'm making this team, which you said you don't want me to make this team, but if I'm the one who's making this team, then I'm only putting somebody with elite talent on the wing if they're a centerman. Somebody who can be like, okay, that's fine. I can adapt. No problem. It's not going to affect my game at all. Like you can't just throw somebody like, hey, you're going to play the wing now. Cool? All right, great. We'll see you out there. Like you can't just pick anybody. It's got to be somebody whose skills can – can, I can't think of the word, but skills would cross over to, you know, from center to wing.
0: Yeah. So as we wrap this episode up, uh, don't be afraid to tweet at us, uh, comment on our Instagram posts, tell us where we went wrong. Tell us where we went right. If there's a country besides us and Canada that you want us to break down and make hypothetical matchup or hypothetical rosters for like team speed or uh, team, uh, well, I can't do a Finnish accent. So the freaking Finns. um, you know let us know we're here for you guys you know we hope everyone's staying safe we want to give people a little bit of an opportunity to break away from the boredom that we know is happening across yes. america right now
1: that's why we're doing Uh-oh. this because we want and it's not only for us we want to do it so everybody has something you know it's stuff for everybody to do you know we want to you know we want to give you our soothing voices for 40 to 45 minutes talk a little talk a little puck you know we want I mean, you know, we want to hear from from the listeners. We want to we want to interact. We want to answer questions. We want to hear what you guys want to hear. We want to talk about what you guys want to hear, rather. So, um, just keep keep looking at everything. Keep reading everything. Keep tweeting. Keep liking it. I finally figured out how to work a, a podcast Instagram by hashtagging right. So, um, you know, things are it's it it's slow right now. It, of course it is. So, if you guys... Whatever we want to talk about, whatever you want to hear about, you know, we're going to have some segments. I'm trying to line up some guests. Um, nobody important, but just trying to, like, you know, rack some guests up, just get some segments going, just anything. You know, if you want to hear something, if you want us to rank something, make a hypothetical team, whatever it is, tweet at us. Tweet at us, at top pair underscore Pod. DM us on Instagram. Whatever. Hit us up. We'll, we'll do it, because the hell else is going on right now so we will do it and we want to do it so oh Nick what else you got you want to add anything or I got nothing else
0: um, I think you nailed the uh, nail. the uh, nailed
1: the nail nailed the nail with the hammer I think that's I hit the nail oh, on the head you right. dope Yeah um,
0: words are not my forte
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> quite the words
0: Anyways, zone, Eric and I will be pulling the other team Canada um, same thing you know hear the episode like you know tweet at us dm us whatever you guys want to do just help us spread the word try and get, help us get the podcast out we're here for you guys as always
1: as always and listen i know you've probably heard it in ad nauseum wash your hands social distancing spend time with your families you know we we joke a lot here seriously take this time to spend time with your families so if you can't see them you know call them on the phone i know i've talked to my grandparents my aunts my uncles i talk i'm talking to everybody just take this time i know it's crazy we all know it's crazy don't take family time for granted that's my psa for the week and with that i'm eric he's nick and we are your top pair good night friends